0: Welcome everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Every Day is a New Day show. My name is Kim O'Neill and today we are in for a treat with another awesome guest. Her story is uh just blows me away and uh I know is going to add inspiration and uh hope and insight and and, uh, so much to your day. So, so grateful for you being here today. Before we officially get started, let's take a moment to be fully present by having this moment and shaking off yesterday, releasing whatever may be weighing you down, whatever you might be hanging on to from yesterday, from five years ago, 10 years ago, two seconds ago, whatever it may be that is clouding your ability to have clarity, to be present and fully in your power today. Just take a few moments to do that. You can even do that with your breath. And let's get started. I'm going to share with you a quote that is, uh, I find very inspiring based on today's guest who is also an artist. And our quote for today is by Anais Nin. It is the function of art to renew our perception. What we are familiar with, we cease to see. It is the function of art to renew our perception. What we are familiar with, we cease to see. Take that in. Let me know what you're taking away from that. Uh, Art can add so much to our day, and I'm excited to be hearing about today's guest and her art. So let me go ahead and share a little bit about her with you today. Keziah Hancock is a portrait artist with a passion for painting fallen soldiers and gifting their families her heartwarming works of art. While her art is a treasured gift, it is also what helps her find herself. Kaziah is the author of the book, Escape Prisons of the Mind, where she recounts her personal history of being raised in a constricting Mormon fundamentalist polygamist community and later enduring years of types of abuse, various types of abuse, as a result of being ordered to marry within the religion. Through painting, Kaziah found her freedom. To date, she has painted 2,733 moving portraits and is known nationwide for her movement, Project Compassion. And today we are talking about freedom through art, Portraits for Fallen Soldiers. And I'm going to go ahead and bring Kaziah up now. Welcome, Kaziah.
1: Hey, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having, uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for reaching out to me. I, I you don't know this, but I've been doing the Every Day is a New Day show for about eight years now. And I seem to have this pattern where every year I start to go, you know, we might be winding down. It might be time to just let the show end. And then it, it never fails because I, uh, I, I seriously, I meet someone like you and light bulb hits and I'm like, oh my goodness, we have to share her story. We have to, oh, we just, we have, we have to share it. So I'm so glad that you wrote it in your book, escape prisons of the mind. I, and I'd like to start there. I'd like to start with your personal story, um, you know, you titled your book, Escape Prisons of the Mind, where you talk about growing up in a very controlling community. And this is about, of course, your personal lived experience. But is there an overarching message of hope that you are hoping readers will take away from this book?
1: Oh, most certainly. Yeah, see, as a given in marriage at uh, 15, uh, as a third wife, uh, I was forbidden from painting. You know, the guy called it a waste of time. And and actually the art supplies that my precious mother had bought me he he picked them up me put them in the garbage can i remember going out to the shop see they they wanted me to work in a little family-owned business that the guy and his first wife had created of washing glass gallon jugs you know so that was uh how i was supposed to spend my time but i remember walking out to the shop to wash bottles and i seen my art materials on the top of the garbage can, you know, and it, it was just fixed in my mind. So for 18 years until I left, the, do I dare say damn wretched mess? Uh, if you don't mind me using that expression, because it's true. It was a horrible mess. And, and, uh, I didn't think I had the prayer of a snowball in Hades of ever pursuing my dream of being an artist. And see, the thing of it is, is how a lot of people in America, tens of uh, millions of people that seen uh, the Care 11 piece uh, on the Today Show or CNN or on YouTube or the Military Times, uh, where I would painted 250 uh, soldiers and they made a big deal out of that. I really couldn't understand why. Was such a big deal because to me I started because it, it was just a simple act of kindness. And my freedom means a lot to me, and without those that protect us from the enemies, we don't have freedom. So, okay, now because
0: I before I ask you more questions about your personal story, I I want to first acknowledge that while I know we've heard we've heard many stories about. Um, polygamous community and fundamentalists. Ultimately, today's conversation story isn't about that in general. Not everyone has the same story. We're not condemning any of those things. We're
1: simply talking about Kaziah's stories. Does that resonate for you? Well, yeah. The thing is, though, it's, it's that wretched mess that I had to suffer through is why freedom means so much to me. You know, somebody said to me the other day, well, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. And I go, Wow. Freedom is everything. You don't have freedom. You don't got nothing.
0: Well, t- so tell us. Thank you. I just wanted to get that out of the way so everyone knows we're not here to bash any communities. We're talking about stories like Kaziah's and people who can relate to stories like hers. So I love that freedom is such a big thing for you. Tell us how that relates to why you decided to title your book Escape Prisons of the Mind. Talk about freedom in that respect.
1: Well, the first book that I wrote, it was called Prisons of the Mind, but I I still hadn't figured out the mind control that people had been using over me to get me to submit to all the abuses to where they control everything. You know, where you live, where you work, where you sleep, who you sleep with, what you eat, what you wear, how you spend your Sundays, what music you listen to, what television you talk to. Uh, Hey, and keep it. An eye on you that you can't go anywhere. You know, you're there's not uh, prison bars, but it is a prison.
0: So, when what was the turning point when you started to realize that you could make some sort of shift into well, freedom of I, your mind?
1: I realized if I didn't get the flip out of there, I was going to wind up in a nut house. Because it, it was just that horrible. I mean, the guy said had had the audacity to say to me, "You have to obey me. I am your God." Well, excuse me, you ain't nobody's God. And and so I, all the threats of you're going to hell if you don't obey the brethren. How can you send somebody to hell when they've already been in hell? So. Women need to realize they have value. You need to use your brain. And to stimulate the brain, I would sincerely recommend that you open up the Bible and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and fall in love with Jesus all over again. And he will give you the strength to become all that you can be. I mean, I'm not a perfect person. Nobody is love God. I I love Jesus so much and whatever I got to go through uh, to let people know, know the truth and the truth will set you free. That that's a beautiful thing because that's where I found it.
0: Are you in contact with any of your family today? Yeah, I, I have two sisters. Okay. What was it like? What was it like for you to know that you're choosing to leave all of Like that, that lifestyle that you grew up with behind and
1: in order to, you know, have freedom for yourself. What was that like for you? It it, it was scary in a way, but I had to be brave to do it because uh, that that was just insanity. You know, I mean. How much can you really fear when you've already been through hell? That, that, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. And death, uh, threats of death telling the devil, that, that, that only goes so far. So, and it, well, here's the thing. When, when I was put into that situation, that this guy, he told me, he says, I'm holding you accountable to for the support of my family. And I said, why me? He says, because you're the only one that God's given the, the brains and the body wow yeah so so uh on the on the thought that well you know it, it see to begin with i was told that if i did not obey the brethren that i would be not only sent to hell but i my very soul would cease to exist and that's the kind, i as a child i never could comprehend that anybody would lie and right. say Thus saith the Lord when God had not spoken. So I hey my, my mother, my father, my grandfather, and my great-grandfather. My my great grandfather and and my grandfather were uh bodyguards to Joseph Smith. Okay. So that whole thing. And and so I was brought up to believe you respect the brethren and you obey them. Cause this is the voice of God to you.
0: We trust the people who bring us into the, this world and raise us. And that's, that is, that blows my mind to hear that. What, I don't know who you just said now, but one of your elders or one of the men yeah. acknowledged that, that ultimately they know they have power over the others. And you're the one who's choosing to deviate from that and think for yourself. That, that blows my mind
1: that they would articulate that. Okay, so I so I I just accepted it as uh, well. You know what? If if that's what God wants me to do, I'm sure He'll help me. So I just uh, tried to uh, do the best that I could in washing these glass gallon bottles. Started out with uh, thirty cases a day, which there's four bottles to a case, and then uh, over the years, as I I was all the time trying to figure out a better, faster, and more economical way to do something to. So it went from there to a to hundred cases a day, which is 400 bottles, that, that's, that's a lot. But here's the thing, the hours that I spent in that type of work, it gave me self-esteem because I realized, you know, somebody that's willing to work that hard for the benefit of others, that ain't easy.
0: There's no job that's too small and you were building your self-confidence through your competence in being able to complete that task. But you knew that there was something more for you out there, too.
1: That's well, I, you know, after 13 years of washing glass gallon jugs and five gallon containers and uh, plastic uh, carboys and that type of thing. And then I, I had an opportunity to expand into 55 gallon metal barrels. Now, I, I didn't know anything about welding, mechanical engineering, nothing. But, you know, there's one thing about Little Miss Kaziah, I dare to ask. And those that didn't know how to weld, I said, so, okay, teach me. I started out, you know, with the turkey puck to where it's not a strong weld, and it all falls apart, to learning the exactness of welding. So I was able to fabricate equipment, trial and error. Hey, I am not genius, for goodness sake. Uh, I'll be the first to admit that. I made a lot of mistakes, but I learned, and over the years, the, the equipment that I built, I built a substantial business. And what I built was my self-confidence. Because I, you have a brain.
0: Yes. You know, and
1: there's people, when I was washing bottles, they come on the yard and I say, uh, is that woman mentally retarded? Yeah, they would. Just because I would just be there working every day. Who the hell does that? Nobody. I mean, without pay. See, the man <sighs> and his first wife, they were taking all of the money that I earned and putting it under their names so that their social security would be up. And they said, well, you'll, it's social security. You'll be broke by the time you're old enough to collect to this very day. My social security between you and me and the gatepost is less than 400 a month. Do I cry? Do I whine? Do I go to the government? Oh, please help me. How about not only no, but H no, no, I, I don't. a I brace up let's go to work girl. You know, I believe that all my blessings come from almighty God. And as long as I love him and I love the truth and I try to be a blessing to other people, he's going to
0: help me. You are a huge blessing to the world. Cause I, that, I mean, that just shone through so much, you know, when you reached out to me, and that is why I said, we've got to hear more from this lady. I, I, uh, t- I can answer this next question myself, but I want to hear your answer. Why do you think more people don't leave controlling situations? I want to hear your
1: response to that. Well, for one thing, they they're in a prison of their mind. Yeah. That indoctrination is so deep that they just, I mean, hey, I want to a funeral. Uh, of uh, one of the little girls that was born, uh, well, I was in that wretched mess for 18 years. And uh, and and I looked down this row of these girls, long hair, long sleeves, long dresses, long faces. Nothing had changed. I'd changed. They hadn't changed. They were just like frozen in time
0: and when you start making those connections of going, wait a second, I want to do something more. I want to evolve. I want to do the next thing. I mean, what I love about this is this is so much about, you know, for anybody out there who's in a situation where you think this is all there is, or you're, you know, maybe you're feeling stuck, whatever it may be. No, every day is a new day. Cause I, cause I, what was your education level when, as you were going through the years?
1: Eighth grade. Cause there was a kid that my name being, cause I am a Hancock. He'd see me coming down the hall and they'd say hey uh here comes beak of the week well that 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 was disgusting but then he'd say things that were offensive uh hey may you know and i that's it i quit i'm not going to school i am not gonna it's either that kid or me and and i know they're not gonna press charges on him to get him to stop and i didn't want to tell anybody i don't think i even told my mother so I just like, you know what? I, I need to get a job. And not only that, but with my age, see, and, and the brother and it had already given away all my sisters in marriage. Wow. And guess what? The, we were not allowed to attend the the marriage ceremony. Oh no, it's none of your damn business what happened to your sister. Shut up. You know, it's a secret. So I I just said, you know what? And then this guy, he was he was about sixty-five years old, and here I am, fifteen. This this other guy that was there in the house with mother, and he was good to me, Uncle Walton, you know. And he was taking care of mother and taking her shopping and taking her, you know, uh, driving her to work and that type of thing. She worked in uh, nursing homes, and uh, and also hotels cleaning hotels room and, and, and things of that nature. But, but the thing is, is he, he comes he comes uh, home one day and he says, "I just talked to Brother Guy, and he said he's had to re- have a revelation, and uh, this is a priesthood direction that you're to be my wife."
0: And that was that.
1: I said, "Priesthood? Who's priesthood? Your priesthood?" He said, "No, Brother Guy's priesthood." And and, I, and uh, I says, well, that's not going to happen. He says, well, then you're going to go to hell. And I says, fine, I'll marry the devil when I'm down there. But by God, I ain't marrying you. Wow. So he says, fine. You little shit, I like to starve. I said, I'll get a job. I am not going to marry you so I can have a hamburger. Because he'd been bringing in the groceries. Fine. I, I need to find me a job. So these other people that I ended up with, they offered me a job. I I had no intention of being part of their family, nothing. No, just let me work so I can make a few dollars. And at the end of the day, I can uh, learn some skills, hopefully, and uh, buy my food. So I I wouldn't be hijacked.
0: So, Uh, Cause I, what you continue to showcase through your story and, and, and sharing is, is it's all about your spirit and your commitment to saying yes to you and what feels right for you. It's not about education level. It's not about what people above you are trying to create and make you do. You chose you. And that is hugely inspiring for so many people who right now are feeling like they can't see the way to do that. So
1: so they're afraid of making mistakes. Guess what? It's okay to make mistakes. You're going to learn. Just saying. Well, you know, uh, I was listening to a conference. It's something that's supposed to be the smartest men in the United States around the world. And and they said persistence and the willing to keep going. Don't give up. Keep seeking answers. That's how you make it. Yes. Well, okie dokie. I totally agree. And not only that, treat other people with respect. You know, see, the thing is, what I realized in this polygamous group, uh, by the way, this this is the same group that created the likes of uh, Warren Jeffs, you know, the damn child molester that's in prison right now as we speak. Yeah. So, so, uh, this, this was his, uh, father and, and, uh, friends. Whew, okay. So
0: I, I'm gonna just noticing the time where we are. I know you have stories for days that you could share. And I want to remind everyone about Kaziah's book escape prisons of the mind. And this is your
1: artwork is too, correct? No, oh, it's I, not. I, 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 when I left, I started taking art lessons and I married the art instructor at the Salt Lake community college. His name was Ivan Douglas, Jordan. He was the love of my life. We had nine good years. When I wrote the book, he, he, he did that for me. Okay. So when okay. I, yeah. So that's okay. his art.
0: Okay. So that's his art, but you have your
1: art in here. Oh, yes. and 78 pages, full color art. Yeah.
0: I want to just show people, I mean, this, this book is, is huge y'all. This is a huge book. And I'm gonna show just show full color works of her art. I'm gonna put some of these on screen so people can see them. But Kaziah, tell us a little bit more about um now about how you got into oil painting and um specifically painting fallen soldiers, fallen
1: heroes. Well, you know, I mean, I uh <laughs> Yeah, we'd go on for two hours, slick as as a whistle. But um, so uh, the Love of My Life artist, Ivan Douglas Jordan, he he decided that he wanted to get into this uh, polygamy thing that you're going to become a god one day and have your own world and many wives and concubines. You know, that's a dangerous thing that, uh, uh, doctrine, but it, it's in Joseph Smith's writing. So what, whatever person can find it if they, if they choose to do that. But, uh, and, and so that, that ended up in a divorce for us, but then, uh, I had learned, uh, how to paint and I started painting what you're going to see in there is the worker series. Why did I choose the worker series? Well, because see at, uh, 9 when the towers came down, the whole world we we all stopped and did this self-examination. Of, what are we going to do with our time? Because we don't know how much time we got. And I thought, you know what? The thing that I know is working people. During that 18 years, I met carpenters, mechanics, uh, you know, uh, cement workers, electricians, uh, it, it, people like that. Okay, so so I just thought, you know what? I fell in love with those people because they were just the the salt of the earth, and so I started. and And uh, the uh, the street sweeper is is one of the paintings in there. And then I painted now uh, a guy that's just uh, about five miles from here. He he was the uh, the dairy man, and so I I got him to pose for me. And and so all these that I painted, they're they're real people, you know. I love
0: that. I. So your website is theartofkeziah.com.
1: And go ahead. Uh, There was another website. It was called heropaintings.com. There were thousands of images on there. But the company went out of business and they took the site down. And I'm yet lost to try to figure out how to get the dang thing back up. Because it had probably over 4,000 images. So, you know, this site here, it's got a few paintings and I'll add more. Uh, when I can, but but it uh, it's it, it's just a shame. Because do you first of all they wanted every time they uploaded an image they wanted me to pay them thirty five dollars. I said, I I can't do that. Oh wow! Yeah, no, yeah. good. I'm glad you didn't do that. No, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so they they just quit quit sending me uh, bills, and I and then it just okay. so and that, that was about a year ago. So, okay, so I, I'm trying to work on getting it back.
0: Okay, well, so for those who want to find out more about what what you currently have up online, they can go to theartofkaziah.com. And for our podcast listeners, that is spelled the art. So T H E A R T O F K A Z. Iahcom h.com the art of And is that the best place to go for people to reach out to you if they want to get a copy of your book?
1: Yeah, they can go there. And also if they want to, uh, just mail me, uh, just $60. That's my cost. I can send them a copy. And if they'll put in there, uh, if they want me to sign it to them or somebody else, or if they just want me to sign it, but, um, my post office box is one five three, Manti, Utah, eight four six and uh, and generous. Uh, because uh, Amazon's got it on uh, Amazon for I think it's uh, sixty eight dollars last time I checked.
0: Okay, that is very generous of you. So anybody who's wanting a copy of Kazaya's book. Um. Definitely take that advice because that that'll give you a nice bargain there. Um, this I mean, this book alone is a work of art. This this is like a, a just so everyone can know this is like a textbook. This is the size and thickness. It's hardcover. This is a beautiful book like this. Oh, my gosh. I I love this. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and put a picture of the cover on screen. And it's
1: large print. So it's easy to read for all elderly folks like me. <laughs>
0: I love that, very thoughtful of you. So because I do you, uh, aside from, now you've been painting fallen soldiers as simply a gift to their families, of their, yeah. their loved one, That right? Okay. Which is, I think, such a beautiful gift. I wanna just show some of those photos again. Um, and this was from a new segment that you were part of, that you mentioned earlier, um, being able to paint these and gift these to their parents after they had already transitioned, passed over.
1: And you do these at no cost? Correct. Wow. Yeah, I started out uh, doing it uh, just, well, now now like the street sweeper and the cleaning lady. Each one of those uh, 20 by 24, they sold for $2,500. And, and so I had 5000 in my account when I decided that just as a simple act of kindness that I was going to um paint the portrait of these fallen soldiers and send it to the families as a free gift you know just to say i love you thank you um i'm so sorry for your loss and i i would just cry Ooh, i get chills and, and uh but then you know more kept getting killed and i just kept going and so you know, and then and then the nation got all excited and thought I was somebody special. And you are. Started getting <laughs> all these awards. I, I, I got so many awards around this. You know, but, but, hey, the greatest awards, they're right here in my heart. Right. The way people have said to me. It, these guys at the Hill, uh, Hill Air Force Academy, um, not Academy, Hill Air Force Base, excuse me, in uh clearfield utah they brought me down there talked to me presented me with some darling gifts and that and then they walked me out to my car and they said you know when we found out what you was doing he said you know we we have presidents we have popes we have bishops we have uh all kinds of politicians show up here and they give us a big spill what they're going to do for us and then they go away and they do nothing here you are you don't say nothing to nobody you just see a need and you start doing it and you know what woman you do it with a big smile on your face you know what you are definitely one of us you see that yes you you're you're
0: leading with your heart you create from the heart and people feel that and That means so, so, so much. Now, aside from the portraits for fallen soldiers or the workers, uh, like what a beautiful gift. I just, like, I'm just imagining the street sweeper coming down the road and you like come on out and say, here you go. Like how special to be seen like that? Because that's what you're helping to do for people. You're helping people to know that they are special and they're seen.
1: This darling little lady, uh, Nada Anderson, She was on the corner of one of the uh, in town in Manti, and I'd see her out there. And I just thought she is so adorable. I just have to go over and introduce myself. So I did. And I told her I was an artist and I offered to pay her 10 bucks, which was my standard modeling fee. Pay you 10 bucks if you let me take your picture. I want to do a painting of you. Oh, honey, I can't afford a painting. I says, darling, you you ain't going to afford it. Somebody else is. <laughs> I just want to paint you. However, when I did that, and then uh, I had a canvas print made of, of, of that. And, and I gave it to her as a gift because She's just so cute, and, and so and I loved it. And so, so all the painting for?
0: So, okay, so thank you for that because that that leads into my next question. I did want to ask: Do you sell your art as well? And it sounds like it sounds like you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay,
1: I, I have a few paintings that I sell, but but I have to tell you, if if I have a soldier, police, or firefighter that that needs to be painted that I feel that I ca- can paint, I. I got kind of a screw loose in my brain. I'm telling you, I cannot, in good go farting start around painting something that I think somebody's going to want to buy it, and, and not get that done first. Now, you'd think after the thousands that I have painted that I wouldn't have a brain like that, but it's I just do. So it, it is what it is.
0: I think it's beautiful, and, you know, I, I'm a former uh, Long Beach police department, crime analyst and employee, and I worked at the Long Beach fire department. And so any, any police fire individuals out there, whether you're from that department or others, uh, you know, yeah. just, I, I just feel like people need to know about you. Um, They're beautiful. They're, and I love
1: them.
0: yeah, yeah. So, and, and I, I know what you mean, the, the fire department, especially, I mean that, you know, oh, they, yeah. they speak to the heart. They, they see the heart and, um, yeah, Special gift. So, because I want to take a look. We've had some comments here while we've been speaking, and I just want to, I want to see what uh, came through. We have Tamara here saying, get this party started. Woo! Exactly. Thank you for being here, Tamara. And we have Betty saying, nice bio, awesome journey. Yeah. I mean, that's a very inspiring journey that you have. And uh, Betty's also acknowledging that you have a big heart for the fallen soldiers, and that's admirable. I completely agree with that.
1: Well, we'll go back to freedom without them. We ain't got nothing. You know, I was also uh, a, a guest speaker at the heart of the Pentagon before the generals. Wow. And, and if you don't mind me repeating what I said. Sure. Uh, I said, well, I mean, I, I talked for maybe about 10 minutes because their time valuable. Okay. So anyway, but, uh, and I told them the inspiration, Why I started painting soldiers And how much my freedom means to me And I says guys Without men and women Willing to risk life and limb To protect this great nation Guess what Our ass is grass And the lawnmower is on its way They clapped They cried They stood up and gave me a standing ovation It's true
0: I believe it. I th- I think, you know, the word freedom, regardless of your profession, your upbringing, it's something that speaks to all of us because there are certain ways that we're all seeking greater freedom. And I'm going to bring it back to your book <clears throat> Escape Prisons of the Mind because that is the place that we can all start from in our own mind. Even even, you know, any efforts other people have taken to control our mind uh just oh my goodness (laughs) that is not a pleasant experience i'm very very aware of that and let's bring it right back to you actually can do something about that and so because i do have any closing words you want to say to people to to help them connect to their own power to be able to be free in their own minds
1: okay giving is nothing new god is the greatest giver and his son jesus christ is the great give the greatest gift, and if you stick your nose in the Bible and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, until you fall in love with Jesus all over again, he will help you. He will strengthen your backbone. You can overcome stupid stuff and know that you've been forgiven, because that's what he that's what he went on the cross for. So that we could be forgiven. Hey, I was in hell. I slept with the devil. Guess what? I felt horrible, but when I read him forgiving the harlot, I wept like a baby. I knew Aww. that he'd forgive me too, and and I had a new beginning. Yeah, and the light would shine in my world. And all I ever want to do is be a blessing to people. You are, and uh, so through through the gift of art, I. I've been able to, you know, show a few people that they matter. It's just a simple act of kindness to honor the honorable, to serve the few who serve the many, because there isn't very many that give a rat's rear about protecting our nation from our enemies.
0: Well, because I want to take a moment to thank you for what you do. And I also just want to bring it back to, you know, it goes even beyond the paintings. It's it you weren't just you haven't been just shining your light and helping others when you started painting. It began back when you were cleaning out jugs and you chose to, you know, oh, okay, now I'm gonna clean this next higher jug. And now, oh, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna say no to this and I'm gonna choose to go get a job. And then I'm gonna, you know, all the next steps that you took leading up to sharing your story through your book and through having conversations like this. All of those are pieces of the light that you shine in this world that is a gift to everyone else that gets to hear it and receive the hope, the inspiration, the strength that is going to cultivate in them to know that they too have potential to escape whatever they may feel is controlling them. I just want to bring that back home for everyone. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, the thing is, see, after I escaped, I I literally uh, had somebody come to the back uh, driveway where I slipped in uh, to a pickup truck and I uh, crouched down to where nobody could see me when I when I left. But every day that I had left that horrible thing where I was sexually abused, I was slandered and and taken advantage of and robbed. I felt cleaner. It's it's an amazing thing when you stop being sexually abused and you realize that, it's like, you you know, when you're around somebody filthy and you can't even take enough baths to wash off that slime, but, and and, and that there was all these threats of blood atonement for those that disobeyed and that Mm. left that wretched mess. Hey, if you've ever heard of Erbil LeBaron and the Lafferty brothers, they were committing murders. And this was right about that time. I took their threats of blood atonement very seriously. But I just made sure that I went straight to the police department and I told them exactly what had gone on and I went there and sworn out a uh, a restraining order against the old bugger. And, uh, and were they able to help? Oh, yes. Good, oh yes. Good, 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 good. And then I, I just uh, kept going, but I felt cleaner. I felt more empowered every single day. And, you know, it, you don't know how strong you can be until you have to be. Exactly. And God will help you because God is very real and his son Jesus is very real. And, and I am blessed and I am forever thankful because the life that I have now, you know, to sit up there and drink the finest coffee in the land and, and uh, listen to... Music and paint, and it's a, and have my own uh, home and and have hot and cold running water, (laughs) flip a switch and the light comes on, and have my own bedroom and control my own hours and decide what I'm going to eat and where I'm going to go and what I'm going to wear and what I'm going to listen to and who I'm going to talk to and who I'm not. It's a beautiful thing. No, I don't have anything to do with any of those fundamentalist, uh, polygamist. Nutcase groups. I, you know that. Hey, I'm just saying. That's that's my uh, take. That's but okay. It's, it's a sad thing of how many people are still in there. Now, like Warren Jeffs. Okay, the guy is held up as a prophet. However, he ended up having a, a moment of uh, conscience or truth or whatever, and he says, "Well, you know, guys, I've never been a prophet." Uh, and wow. So that got back to his uh, congregation. And you know what? They said, oh, it's just a test. He's just seeing how loyal we are. Hey, guess what? A real prophet would never say that.
0: Oh, my goodness. Keziah, okay. We're going to begin to wind down the show here. That is just, oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> Kaziah, thank you so much for being here today and, and sharing what you had to share and your art and everything. Um yes you're a testament to a person's inner strength and i'm i'm grateful that you are here to share that and that you ha- see that you have so much to be grateful for too it's
1: it's it's wonderful thank you you bet all life right
0: is life is good
1: life is good god is great thank you
0: you're welcome thank you cuz i am going to go ahead and put you back down into the the green room here and i'll see you in just a few minutes while i close out the show all right,
1: sweetie thank okay. you so much you bet
0: all right so if you would like to purchase kasia's book escape prisons of the mind again this is a has large print so it's easy to read it has full color portraits of her art and you can reach out to her. Uh, her website, of course, is theartofkeziah.com. And earlier in the show, she actually gave her address, where if you want to reach out to her and purchase the book at a reduced rate, then you want to connect with her via that address. So you'll want to rewind and go back to that part of the show. I want to remind you that you, too, have the inner strength, the ability to choose freedom from within yourself first, in whatever way that speaks to you right now. Every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment to make a new choice, make a new decision. It's not about education. It's not about what someone else is doing. Those things impact us absolutely. And nothing takes away from what you have the ability to control, to shift, to change. It all starts within you first because is an amazing testament to that. And I want you to remember that about yourself as well. Have an amazing day, everybody. I'll see you again next time with another amazing guest or a solo episode. we still got those as well. Uh, Connect with me over on Kimonealcoaching.com. I'll see you again very, very soon.